Hello, welcome to the Brazilian Health Nut Show. Here you will find cutting-edge information provided by the best experts in the world so you can learn how to burn fat for the rest of your life. Bruno de Gama is the Brazilian Health Nut in a mission to solve the problems you have when trying to lose weight forever. He is a nutritional therapy practitioner, a certified personal trainer, and a holistic lifestyle coach by the Czech Institute. Don't forget to say hello and sign up to our free newsletter at www.brazilianhealthnet.com. Let's go! All right. Thank you so much for being here, Andrea. I appreciate your time. Before we start this conversation, I would like to know a little bit about your background. Who is Andrea Beeman? Oh, well, <laughs> um, I am today, I am a health educator, a thyroid expert and a natural food chef. And um, prior to that, I was probably one of the most unhealthy people you would have ever met. <laughs> really? Yes. Yes, I was a chronic dieter. From the time that I was 13 years old or maybe 14 when I saw my first uh, magazine, women's magazine, and on the front splashed was, try this diet. You know, like it was back in the 80s and that was like they were on the big no fat, low fat, you know, don't eat fat craze. And, yeah. um, and I started my first diet. I was a little skinny kid and I started my first diet. I started depriving my body of food and nutrients and I started eating chemical sweeteners and diet sodas and I guess what happened Bruno mm -hmm. I started gaining weight and how old you were when, when, I, was, when you I was a little kid I was 13 or 14 years old wow yeah when I started really? my first diet and um and that spiraled me in um you know in a phase of like 20 years of just yo-yo dieting. I would lose weight, I would gain weight, I would lose weight, I would gain weight, I would lose weight, I would gain weight, yeah. you know, like an accordion. And it wasn't until I got diagnosed with thyroid disease that I stopped dieting. And uh, so that's how I got to be where I am today. I was actually blessed with a thyroid disease and that thyroid disease taught me so much about food and health and lifestyle and, uh, and that's who I am. <laughs> Mm -hmm. were, were you already working with health doing these parts of your life when you were like yo-yo dieting a lot? No, no, I had um, when I was diagnosed, even when I was 28 years old was when I was first diagnosed with the, with the thyroid condition. I was working at MTV Networks and I was uh -huh. the uh, assistant to the senior vice president of MTV, VH1 and, and uh, Nickelodeon. Now, oh, okay. Yeah, it was, I was like, Cool, Nickelodeon. That's funny because I'm from Brazil and I, I remember like growing up watching a lot of uh, cartoons from Nickelodeon. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's that's so cool. Yeah, it was a great station. Yeah. yeah, and even MTV and VH1 were great at the time. And uh, and I was getting sick. Like I would go to work and I would get sick all the time, and mm. I was chronically dieting and I was exhausted. And, you know, my nails were splitting, my hair was, was splitting, it was just like a full, full head of split ends. And I finally got diagnosed with thyroid disease. And when I got diagnosed, you know, it was a huge wake up call for me. I, mm -hmm. I had to stop gotcha. all that crazy behavior and just start eating. Yeah, we're gonna go deep into thyroid. Guys, this is, this, I'm so excited to have Andrea here because we're gonna be diving deep into 
all about thyroid and she's an expert like she said before. So before we start talking about anything else, Andrea, let's first define what is thyroid and what's the role of it? Oh, it's, it's on the endocrine system. The thyroid lives on the endocrine system with the hypothalamus, the pituitary, the uh, thymus, the pancreas, the adrenals, the gonads, right? It has all of these um, other glands that also live on the endocrine system. But the thyroid's job is it's responsible for regulating the vital body functions, meaning it controls the metabolism, it controls the rate of breathing, the heart rate, uh, your body weight, your muscle strength. It controls the menstrual cycles, the body temperature, your cholesterol levels, and, and so much more. And it's, it's an endocrine gland. So what that means is that it's, it's a communicator. So the endocrine system functions by sending out hormones, and each of those hormones are talking to the other cells in the body. So the thyroid's job is to send out the hormone to either speed up metabolism or slow down metabolism or, you know, slow the menstrual cycle or speed it up. You know, it's, it's responsible for a lot of stuff. Mm, interesting. So that's why... I hear uh, a lot about this thyroid and metabolism. Oh, like, yes, your thyroid is related to the control of your metabolism in terms of speeding it up and always slowing down, like you said. That's right? Correct. Cool. And the show here, it's all about sustainable weight loss, like how to lose weight, let's say, and keep it off for the rest of your life. That's like my mission on this planet, to figure it out and help <laughs> as many people as I can, right? So what, let's start with what's the connection between weight gain in thyroid function. If your thyroid is not producing enough hormone, um, it'll slow your systems down, meaning you're, you'll be slower, you'll sleep more, you'll gain weight, right? So the thyroid's job is to either speed up or slow down what's happening inside the body. So when you start to slow down, you start to gain weight. So it's the opposite with hyperthyroid. So most people are diagnosed with either hypothyroid, which is the slow th uh, thyroid, uh, or Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune thyroid condition. Those are the majority of the people that are diagnosed, and what they notice is, is weight gain, because the thyroid is not functioning well, and the body just slows down. All the processes slow down, and when you slow down, weight starts to go up. Mm. So people who say, oh, I have a fast metabolism, you know, like people who can eat a lot of food sometimes and they don't gain weight. Is that related to their thyroid mechanism? Like their thyroid, it's working more on the fast pace, let's put it this way? No, it could just be that they have an opti you know, a good processing system, like a good metabolism. Mm. Uh, you know, that everything's functioning well, they eat stuff, they don't gain weight, they... You know, the body utilizes the nutrients. There's no nothing hindering that process. Like a lot of times with with weight gain, mostly it's you're looking at the digestive system. And of course, the thyroid is is also regulating how quickly we digest, right? So if um if you have smooth digestion, right, then of course you it's gonna function better, right? You're gonna have fast right. movements regular. But if, you're, if your digestion slows down or if the large intestine is congested in some way or if you're not processing your food, the colon itself is not going to process. And you could have constipation, which is another sign of uh, a hypothyroid or Hashimoto's is the inability to go to the bathroom on a regular basis. So you'll have a backup of waste, which congests mm -hmm. the entire body as well as makes it toxic. Yeah, absolutely. 
when I'm working with people, it's always the case. Like we always go for the digestive system first to see how it works. That's very it's smart. Working. Yeah, because we, we, if we don't take care of the, the digestion, then it's going to be very, very hard to achieve any goals, right? So we, and it's hard some, for some people to understand that. They, oh, I should just you know, eat less and exercise more to lose weight. It's so simple. Yeah. Well, it doesn't work on the long term, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so um, Andrea, what are the types of problems that can happen to our thyroid, um, the health of our thyroid? Well, if the thyroid doesn't get the iodine, right, if, if your body doesn't get enough iodine, then it won't be able to create the thyroid hormone. So uh, a lot of folks can be iodine deficient, which is, which is the case. They're getting poor quality iodine. They're not absorbing the iodine or they're just not eating enough seafood or sea vegetables, which are the best sources of iodine. And, um, and their thyroid will slow. So, you know, like, uh, there's a lot of trouble whenever you have thyroid stuff, you'll have trouble sleeping, tiredness, fatigue, won't be able to concentrate, dry skin and hair, depression, sensitivity to cold, you know, it'll affect the periods and the joint and the muscle pain. So a lot, a lot of it, you'll see the weight gain, you'll see things starting to happen, but you'll have all of these other processes that are also having an adverse effect. So, you know, we have to make sure that we're getting adequate levels of good quality iodine otherwise it's going to slow the thyroid thyroid will not be able to create the hormones that it needs yeah i'm gonna get with you a little um later about the nutrition and like what to do but before that what's the difference the the main difference between like hyperthyroidism and hypothyroidism uh hypo is the you're making too little t3 and t4 those are the thyroid hormones and hyper is you're making too much T3 and T4 generally, right? So this is just general. There are other factors involved. So you're either making too much hormone and your body can't utilize it or you're not making enough hormone, right? And the body slows down. So with hyperthyroidism, it's exactly what it sounds like, hyper, a hyper reaction in the body, anxiety, nervousness, hyperactivity, you know, always sweating, hands would be trembling and shaking, hair loss, light periods, you know, like inability to calm down and relax. And then with hypothyroid, which is the opposite condition, you'll have trouble sleeping. You'll be tired. Even though you're exhausted and wiped out during the day, you won't be able to sleep at night. No, you can't concentrate. Dry skin and dry hair, uh, depression, sensitivity to cold, heavy periods, joint and muscle pain. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that goes on with the thyroid. And also, you know, the, the thyroid may be working well, but the liver can be congested. And if the liver is congested, then the thyroid hormones will be out of balance because the liver's job is to break down the hormones, right? We put the hormones into the bloodstream and we use them, but guess what? There's a detoxification that has to happen. So if the liver is congested or not functioning well, there's going to be a backup of waste in the system again, and this is going to affect the thyroid because we're not going to have the old hormones taken out of the system. So somebody could be estrogen positive, right? Or have too much circulating T3 or T4 because it hasn't been broken down yet in the system. Yeah, we're going to talk about some of the solutions. But you guys that are listening right now, you guys can see, and I talk about this all the time, it's not just about treating one thing. It's everything's interconnected, like the liver, the adrenals. Also, I'm going to ask you about the adrenals later on, but right now you, you mentioned liver, right? And you, 
you told us a lot of symptoms, like many, many ones. What are the most common that you see that on a, you know, a practice on a daily basis? Like people come to you if, oh, they have this, the dry skin. What, what it is? Uh, probably the most common is people are worried about hair loss and weight gain. Mm -hmm. Right. That's, That's probably the most common. They, you know, the hair is falling out. They're seeing clumps of it in the shower. Um, and weight gain is also, you know, like they can't lose weight no matter what, how many diets they go on. They, their body is like stuck. And yeah, yeah. both of those, for example, have been linked to thyroid disease. But guess what? Hair loss actually comes from adrenals that aren't functioning properly, and the weight gain comes from the liver that's not functioning properly. But the thyroid is the organ or the gland that is being blamed for those conditions. Mm, interesting. So let's say I come to your office and I'm having problems losing weight, and we have some of the symptoms that you just said here. How do we, is there like a test as well, like to find out exactly what's going on for the thyroid? I mean, there's blood tests that people can take, you know, to test their T3, T4, and their TSH, as well as their antibody levels. But I find that a lot of times those tests are not fully accurate because mm -hmm. those tests are a snapshot of a moment in time, but your blood is changing constantly. So you could be hypothyroid in the winter and hyperthyroid in the summer. You know, you could have... Uh, too much hormone and too little hormone, depending on what's, what time of the month it is. So I don't believe that those are accurate, and I really encourage my clients to stop chasing the numbers. Mm -hmm. and stop. So you're more like listening to the body, seeing just like how they are feeling, what are the complaints, and just like the things that you just told us. Yeah, that's much. exactly right. You know, like really connect with themselves. You know, yeah. what do they feel? Because a lot of people will come... They, you know, and they say that, you know, I'm gaining weight, I'm losing hair, I don't know what's going on, but I haven't been, been diagnosed with thyroid disease. I think hmm. it's thyroid disease, but I haven't been diagnosed. And I'm, you know, like when I look at something like that, I'm like, okay, well, this is obviously a liver condition, liver congestion or stagnation, and adrenals are exhausted, right? It doesn't have anything to do with your thyroid, but thyroid is the buzz word. It's the buzz topic right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Andrea, I talk to a lot of people on a weekly basis, and a lot of, a lot of them, they are having. They say to me, "Oh, I'm having problems with my thyroid," and the great majority is incredible. They are already taking some conventional medicine during yeah. this during this process, right? How? What's the the place of those medicines, like the conventional one prescribed by by the doctors, into this? journey. Yeah. Well, the medicines, you know, they're, they're useful and they're helpful, but they actually deplete the body on a deep level. So I'll give you an example. If someone is diagnosed with hypothyroid, right? That's the, the, the thyroid's not producing enough hormone their body systems are slowing down. So they're diagnosed with hypothyroid. So what the doctor prescribes is storm is thyroid hormone, right? Which speeds the body back up. But the question was never asked. Why is this person's body slowing down? Because the thyroid and the endocrine system and every single organ in your body has a job to do. So if the thyroid is slowing the body down, why is it doing that? Is it not getting the nutrition that it needs? Is the liver not processing the hormones? Uh, is the digestive system out of balance? You know, is the person overworked? Are they doing too much? Are they highly stressed? Are they, they trying to do everything at the same time? Right, so all of these questions need to be addressed. But what in what they do in modern medicine is say, okay, 
your thyroid is slow. Let's speed it up again. So what this does is it never gets to the root cause of why the thyroid slowed down in the first place. And as it speeds up the body, if you look at some of the contraindications of thyroid medication that puts hormone into the body, like Synthroid and Levothyroxine and all that stuff, the contraindications are that there could be bone loss, right? Because if you're speeding up the body when the body was trying to slow down, where, where are the nutrients coming from? It, your body's going to have to take nutrition from your deep well sources, right? Your deep resources, which are the bones. So a lot of times there's bone loss that happens with thyroid medication. So people will be diagnosed with osteoporosis, osteop osteopenia, and this is after being on the medication for 10 years or 15 years. So it's actually not advisable to get on the thyroid medication without addressing why is my body slowing down? Right, right. right. Am I not getting enough sleep, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I was doing a little bit of research uh, early on um, on your website, and I came across this quote that I want to read for you here. And you said that the thyroid is not the, ro the root cause of the problem. Feeling out of balance is just a symptom of a deeper issue, and the thyroid is the communicator that's letting us know. So how do you get to the root cause of these problems? Well, I mean, you have to look at the overall diet and lifestyle as well as the consciousness. So, you know, a lot of people will come to me and they'll say, you know, what's the one thing that I can do? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, always the one thing. Yeah, the one thing, the magic pill. They're looking for the magic pill. And I always tell them, well, we have to look at what's going on in your life. Are you sitting down to your meals? Are you stressed when you're eating? Are you getting good nutrition? Is your body getting exercise and sunshine? Are you taking time to rest and relax? And how is your sleep? So when I look at this big picture, and it, and it says to me, okay, this person is sleeping only three hours and they get up to urinate and then they go back to bed and it's a disrupted sleep. I know already that, of course, there's, there's trouble going on, either anxiety, the heart's um, uh, not settled, right? In Chinese medicine, a lot of times sleep won't come if the heart is not settled because the heart will wake the mind up and say, hey, I got, I got this emotional issue going on. You can't go to sleep right now. Uh, so we have to look at the big picture. Are they, this is a simple thing, Bruno, are they sitting down to eat and are they yeah. chewing their food? Oh, yeah. And the great majority of people are not. That's I promise, I can tell you that, like, I promise you. And you live in, in New York City and I'm there every single day in Manhattan pretty much. And I, I'm always like watching people, like how, how do they behave and when they're eating and stuff like that. I'm just passionate about all, all those things. So I'm always uh, learning, right? Yeah. And I can tell like most people, they are not present once they are having their lunch or their dinner. That's correct. It's, it's incredible. And in Brazil, I'm, for, I'm from Brazil, like I told you before, everybody knows here, Brazilian health nutshell, right? Mm -hmm. But when, when I'm go, I go back to Brazil, I see this a lot as well, unfortunately. Like it, it's not just here in the US. Every place that we go nowadays, it's the same thing. Back in the days when I was a kid, used to have lunch, and dinner pretty much together with family sitting down. Some people even pray before, right? So there is a whole, there is a whole tradition. There is a whole culture around eating, right? It's not, it was not just about having the nutrients. It was about celebration. That's, and unfortunately here, I mean, it's crazy nowadays. That's correct. So, yeah. It's all over the world, Bruno, and it's very sad. Yeah. We, and we have to 
do something. That's why I have this podcast, so we can call people's attention and just bring them to, to life again. Hey, what's up, guys? Brunda Gama here, Brazilian Health Nut. And let's take a little break from the show because I want to offer you something very, very special, okay? So if you go to BrazilianHealthNut.com and scroll all the way to the bottom of the page, you find a place that you can claim your free strategy call with me. Or you can just send me an email at bruno at BrazilianHealthNut.com and tell me that you want to schedule your free call, okay? During this call, we are going to develop a strategy that works for your kind of body and lifestyle because remember that we are all different. So go ahead and do that now because spots are limited, okay? So now let's get back to the show. All right, so Andrea, um, let's say I'm your client right now and I'm, we, we know I'm having problems to lose weight and I, we know that there is some issue with my thyroid, okay? How do you go about developing a diet. Let's talk just about the nutrition parts because there is so many ways to do. There is paleo, there is vegetarian, there is all these labels and things that we can do just on the nutrition arena, just on the diet arena. How do you start to see that? Do you put them on a detox? Do you take about the digestion? What's your take on that? Well, the first thing that I do is I get them off of any uh, like modern foods, meaning if they're eating packaged foods, if they're eating ding-dongs and donuts, you know, <laughs> drinking yeah. five cups of coffee a day, right? I try to just bring them back to a sense of normalcy and eating real food. So getting off the fake food, whether it's chemical sweeteners, diet sodas, and getting them onto real food, meaning food that has been traditionally eaten for centuries. So that means whole foods, natural foods. Uh, off the crap, instead of eating apple roll-ups and apple chips, they actually eat an apple. Instead of eating potato chips and french fries, they eat a potato, right? So, mm -hmm. so I just get them onto real food first. And right. then, depending, like some people have uh, sensitivities, uh, you know, like their digestive system has been so compromised from all of the antibiotics and all of the stress that they can't process traditional foods. So I'll take take out, you know, like uh, wheat and dairy for a period of about three months. And I'll suggest mm. to them, you know, just eat a lot of vegetables, eat some whole grains, eat some fish, eat some proteins, you know, and let's just get you back to a state of normal. And then we could see if we could put some of that other stuff back in. Okay. So you do a little bit of a elimination diet on the beginning just to give some rest. Oh, yes. There. Right. Gotcha. Awesome. That's a, that's a great start. What about uh, supplementation? There is so many talks about, uh, nowadays about supplements. There is supplements for this, for that, for every single condition. You go in the supermarket, you go online, there is a supplement for that. There is supplement for losing weight, and I'm sure there is a lot of supplements for the thyroid. That's What's, do you use supplements? How, how do you handle this whole supplementation business thing going on today? Well, this is part of the problem. So we are in this quick fix mentality, meaning we want one magic pill to come and fix everything. And we want to take the thyroid booster or whatever it is, and we'll still be stressed out, not sitting down to meals, not relaxing, not sleeping well, right? So I don't recommend supplementation. I actually recommend food, slowing down, rest and relaxation, sleep, and daily exercise. And it seems so simple, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So simple. But if someone is not digesting 
food as it is, they're certainly not going to be able to process a supplement, especially if it comes, you know, encapsulated in some type of, you know, hard material. They may not have the hydrochloric acid that they need. They may not have the digestive fire that they need. So they won't be able to process it anyway, um, or at least, you know, at least uh, not sufficiently, right, or efficiently. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing to me that uh, there'll be people that, that come to me and they'll bring like 20 bottles of supplements that they're taking. And they're like, I don't know why I don't feel good. I take this, I take that, I take this. I take and I'm like, yeah. okay, it starts with eating actual food. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. What about kelp then? Because I, I was thinking here to myself right now, I take some, um, like a capsule of kelp, not every day, sometimes, but I also use kelp in my food. Like there is a I don't, I don't know the name for that. It's just kelp, like, kind of like a spicy. I just put on, sprinkle on my salad, on my foods. What do you think about kelp? I think kelp is a great food. I think that you have to be careful where you source it from these days. Mm. Like I wouldn't get it from Pacific Ocean. I wouldn't get it so much from Japan, China. I would stick more along the Atlantic coast right now. Because of what happened. What, with is that for, for the mercury reasons? No, no, no. It's from the tsunami that happened uh uh, and it knocked out the nuclear reactors near Japan or in Japan. Oh. So um, anytime that there is a nuclear disaster, you have to wait a long time for that area to be clean. So like, for example, Chernobyl, uh, there was a nuclear reactor in Chernobyl in the 1980s that uh, m melted down, literally. And 25 and 30 years later, they're still finding radioactive um, particles, you know, dangerous particles in that environment. People are still being born with thyroid disease and they're having thyroid trouble because those, those radioactive particles actually connect and, you know, with the thyroid. So, um, because of what happened, I think it was maybe six years ago, the tsunami, I would wait maybe about 15 years, right? Before sourcing from those waters. Let's just let everything clear out uh, you know, get your sea vegetables from Maine coast right now. It's a little bit cleaner. You know, I'm sure something may happen in the near future <laughs> where we, you know, pollute that place as well. But for right now, it's pretty safe. Okay, so you're taking like uh, your seafood, let's put this way, here from the coast here on this side. Yeah, that's correct. Not from the Pacific. Yeah, mostly. Um, mostly. mostly. Yeah, so uh, I'm safe in Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, where, where I'm from, I'm from an island on the south of Brazil. So we have the most amazing seafood, oysters, mussels. I mean, oh, there is, there is, yeah, there is some things that I don't even know how to say in English. So I cannot share with you guys. But I have to look it up how to say those names in, in English. But it's amazing. Like the, the seafood is the high quality. So when I'm there, I always focus more on eating seafood That's just because of awesome. the, and you said yeah. oysters and other shellfish. You know, like we've yeah. been so afraid of shellfish for so long because, oh, they're high in cholesterol. But let me tell mm. you, those shellfish are so nourishing to the entire endocrine system because they contain, especially oysters, contain zinc, B12, cholesterol, and all of that is needed to produce the hormones that your thyroid is going to be putting out. Oh, yeah. And it tastes delicious. Yes. I, pro I promise you, if you guys go, if you guys say right now, oh, I don't like oysters. Okay, go to Brazil, go to Florianópolis, my hometown, and I will take you to a restaurant and I promise you, you're going to like some of the oysters they have there because they, they have these kinds of, different kinds of ways to cook. It's like incredible. They have, I don't know, it's just crazy. They have so many ways to, to make the oysters that taste so different, one of the, comparing to the other one. 
So, Andrea, what's like the most uh, underlooked thing when talking about thyroid that you see? Um, well, I think that the most underlooked thing is, is lifestyle, right? So I, I think people do not even recognize that if they're on constant go and they don't slow down, their body will slow them down. So like um, we're in this age of got to have everything right now, immediate, all the time, right, day and night. And I think it drains our adrenals. And when the adrenals become fatigued or drained, guess what? The thyroid says, you know what? The batteries are running low on this human being because the adrenals are the batteries. Let's slow this person down. So I think that uh, lifestyle is, is overlooked because we are just, um, I think we're going crazy, human beings, right? So you said earlier, you know, people used to sit down and they'd say a prayer and they'd have time right. with family. That's not happening nowadays for a lot of people. A lot of people are just running around like chickens without heads. I mean, literally, like got, trying to do everything all at once and it's not healthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most definitely, for sure. We have to address the whole lifestyle. I talk about this always. It's always nutrition, physical activity, for sure. You have to pay attention to those things. It's really, really important. But guys, stress management, yeah. your sleep, your psychology, your environment, the people that you hang out with, your social life, everything matters when you when we're talking about your health because you can't separate those things. Yeah. It's so important. You said stress management. Bruno, that is so important. So like, for example, if the body is on high stress mode, high levels of cortisol, adrenaline pumping, guess what happens to the digestive system? It shuts down. It shuts down, right? So how can we run around doing all this stuff and then not sit and calm down and relax and think that we're going to be able to digest our food properly? I think, I think we've really become disconnected from our physical body and our emotional health and how the two are very connected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you explain a little more on this connection between the thyroid gland and the adrenal glands or even any other like glands, organs per se, let's say uh, the liver you, you mentioned on the beginning of the interview here as well. How does that work like in an in a easy way to put for the audience? <laughs> yeah, well, the entire endocrine system is connected and the entire body is connected. So let's look at, for example... The, if we go to the top of the endocrine system, you have the hypothalamus. And the hypothalamus connects the nervous system to the endocrine system. So if you are on high stress, it's going to send a message to the hypothalamus. Hypothalamus is going to communicate to the adrenals, hey, let's go. This person's got a lot of stress. Start pumping out that cortisol. Let's go. Adrenal into action. Uh, right? So that there's a connection right there. Your thyroid is also talking to your digestive system and it's talking to the pancreas right it's talking to all of the organs and it's saying listen we need sugar in the cells right because if somebody is on uh let's say they they need energy they're going to be craving sugar so they crave that sugar for a reason because all of the cells use glucose for energy right for fuel so right. the thyroid sends a message to the digestive system come on let's go let's and pancreas come on start secreting some of that uh uh you know, the hormone so that we can open up the cell and let the sugar in, right? So the insulin, insulin is a hormone. It's like the key that unlocks the cell and lets the sugar in. So everything is connected. We just disconnect it. We put it into separate little pieces mm -hmm. that we compartmentalize stuff. But the entire body is connected. Every system is connected to each other. Like, for example, if you're on high stress, 
your your entire respiratory system is going to be connected. Your breathing is going to increase, right? <sighs> right? All of this yeah. stuff starts to happen. So we we have to look at the body as a whole and stop dissecting it. And I know yeah. that it's very scientific. The scientific mind wants to dissect it. What does this specific organ do? What does this specific gland do? But it's not working in isolation. Yeah, and you, you also it's also very cultural as well nowadays because we have doctors for every single particular thing. So, and then we grew up nowadays thinking that it has to be this way. But this is very recent. If you if you look back into old times, they didn't do like separated everything. It was more like treating the whole thing. That's anyway, this, this, is a, this is a different conversation. We could go for hours just about that, the, the, the doctors and medications and cultural things. Yeah. My last question for you, Andrea, is let's pretend now somebody is trying to lose weight for a long time, they have yo-yo dieting for a long time, and they are already taking some thyroid medication, like a regular one that the, the doctor prescribed, okay? How do we start this plan to get off the medication? Is it possible to get off and be healthy again without the medication? Yeah, it just takes time and patience, right? So um, clients ask me all the time, you know, how can I get off this medication? And I tell them, take it slow. I tell them the first thing is, Try not to think about getting off the medication. Instead, start to include the foods that will help your body get the nutrients that it needs. Start to include the lifestyle that will help your body get the sleep and the rest and the relaxation that it needs, as well as the exercise that it needs, right? So when they start to incorporate that stuff, especially like the seaweeds, like you were talking about the kelp, because those, you know, those are going to speed up your thyroid, generally. So when they start to incorporate that stuff, I tell them to wait about three months and then cut their medication in half and then give their body three months to catch up. So when they cut their medication in half, what's going to happen is they're going to get to have a dip in energy level, right? The energy is just going to dip down because all of a sudden there's not this hormone circulating. So the body's going to have to start to create the hormone on its own. So mm. then another three months passes and they cut that medication in half again. And that's the easy way to do it, you know, like um, without having so many horrible symptoms. But I know a lot of people that just stop taking their medication and they tell me, oh, I feel so much better. or <laughs> you know, no. I'm getting to sleep at night or, you know, or something like that. So <laughs> it it's all depends on the person. But I generally recommend that they do it slowly. And, uh, and I always use the quote by Emerson. It's one of my favorites. And he says, adopt the pace of nature. Secret mm. is patience. Right. Yeah. So in The cycles yeah. of life. The seasons of life. That's correct. Amazing. Awesome. With that being said, is there any other questions that, that I didn't ask you that you think uh, we should be talking here when talking about weight gain, weight loss, and thyroids? Anything that comes to your mind right now? Yeah, actually. When, mm -hmm. when they look in the mirror and they see their body, right? And this is, again, the emotional health that you were talking about early. When they look in the mirror and they see their body, at no point should they look at their body and say, I'm fat. Um, disgusting, I hate my body, because that's going to set in motion a series of events. Our cells listen to us. They hear what we say. So instead, start to look at the body and be grateful for it, right? So, okay, you know, you look at the stomach and you may be thinking, my stomach is disgusting. But instead, you look at your stomach and you say, okay, stomach, thank you for helping me digest my food. I'm going to put some good stuff in you today. You look at your thighs and some people may say, oh, my thighs are too big. But instead you say, thank you, thighs, for helping me get up and down the stairs. I appreciate that you can help me walk. I'm going to take you out today. So start to language 
and speak to your body differently because one of the things about the thyroid is that it's a master communicator. So it's going to be communicating these messages to every single cell in your body. And when you start to be grateful and loving and care for your body, it's going to show up for you in a whole new way. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you for this message. Yeah. The power of the, the placebo effects. Another thing yes. that I've, I've been studying a lot the last two years, I think, two, two, three years. Like it's amazing what our minds can do. Yes. And that's. That's something that I really am passionate about, like the, the psychology of all of this, the health and everything else. Cool. Uh, Andrea, so where, where can people find you? What's the best place to go? And what are you working on these days? What's something that exciting that you want to share here with us? Uh, well, first, they can find me at www.andreabeeman.com. And uh, I had a, a new thyroid book that came out last October. So it's less than a year old. It's got a lot of great content in it. As well as I have my Nourishing Thyroid Health Program. It comes out every October. So it's just around the corner. And that's coming out. But I'm always working on new stuff. You know, I love, I love all this stuff. And, uh, you know, just health and wellness in general. I'm actually finishing an herbalism course. I'll be uh, an herbalist within a few months. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, so, you know, I, I just, I love, I love. How is that? Oh, it's great. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It's a natural complement to my business, you know. Um, you know, helping people, I help people with food and then herbs are more concentrated foods. Yeah. That's something that I, I want to do in the future too. Like I'm, I just love like herbs and stuff like that. So it's a fascinating, it's a different world. It's completely crazy. Like, especially coming from Brazil and Amazon, there is so much richness in there yeah. that's coming from, from the plants. Cool. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I think I've been telling your, your name the whole time wrong now. I'm like, is it Andrea? Andrea? <laughs> Because in Brazil, I would say Andrea. <laughs> it's Andrea. Andrea, okay, I'm sorry. It all works. It's the same letters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Guys, I'm going to make sure to put everything that Andrea said here on brazilianhealthnut.com slash Andrea. So that's where you guys can find her as well or just go straight to her website. Cool, Andrea, thank you so much for being here uh, with me. I super appreciate it and I learned a lot from you today. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me on, Bruno. Thanks for listening to the Brazilian Health Nut Show. Go to www.brazilianhealthnut.com for much more information about how to burn fat for the rest of your life. Hasta luego.